0: Philadelphia Phillies trade deadline outlook. This is Ryan Ficklestein, managing editor of Just Baseball. i got RM Layton here, our co-founder, and we're looking at this team and we're trying to figure out what to do here. This is the, the longest uh, pre-record session we had trying to figure it out. It's a team that we don't think has the pieces to swing a big trade, but a team that's a half game out of the wild card that's going to want to be active and try to add to the offense, maybe get a starter, maybe address the bullpen. A lot of needs here. Let's start with how they can try to improve this, this offense and maybe the defense a little bit in the process. I feel like on state of the division podcast, we've been talking about them trading for a center fielder all season, but are they going to have the pieces to, to get a, a one that that's really an impact player here? You know, It's really tough because they are not going to part with
1: Andrew Painter or Mick Abel. I would assume so. Although you never know with Dave Dombrowski and, the rest of the prospects in the system for the most part are are just not going to bring you back a major player. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I, I look at a, a – we talked about it before we recorded, like a Merrill Kelly because they need to upgrade the, the pitching side of things, and that seems to make the most sense. But offensively, do you think they need to, to go there? A center fielder would be nice. I, I continue to say that. Oduble Herrera uh, is not great. Matt Veerling is not great. But they're going to get Gene Segura back. Alec Bohm has been swinging it all right. You presumably think that that Nick Cassianos dude, he can't be worse at a 6.55 OPS, and you hope that Bryce Harper will be back over the next several weeks. What's amazing is that they are only a half game out of the wild card with Harper out now for for multiple weeks. He's already been out. It feels like it's just like feels like it's been ten years. But I, I just feel like that they have to go for it, right? Because
0: they're not getting any younger. What do you prioritize here? Well, here's a name I want to throw out you that just came came to mind. Here, like Michael Taylor, you improved defensively a little bit. I think he's a big upgrade, even offensively, over Herrera. That's an interesting piece that they can add without having to give up too too much. You know, if you have one, you know, decent prospect that the Royals yeah. like, I think you can get that deal done, and, and that would I think help them pretty significantly. Honestly, I that I like that
1: because you could get a Michael A. Taylor with. You know, one or two of your top 30 guys and then like on the back end, like these yeah. could be prospects in the 15 to 25 range, whatever it may be. Taylor's enjoying the best offensive season of his career. Um, And, you know, he's an elite defender out there, which is what they really, really need. Offense is not a desperate thing for them right now. So, you know, for example, we're going to talk about the Marlins. Michael A. Taylor doesn't make sense for the Marlins if they were buyers because they need offense, right? The Phillies don't necessarily need offense. They just need some consistency and a great defender in center. Taylor is better, like you said, and a great defender. You can go get Taylor and probably still have enough pieces to shuffle around here and try to get that starter. I think center field and getting a a just serviceable back end of the rotation starter have to be the two priorities here and I mean, just the list, though, of starters is is relatively thin because you can pretty much forget about any impactful, impactful starter. Uh, It's just not happening. They're not getting one. Uh, Jose Quintana is going to be expensive for that system uh, because of the fact that there's just going to be, I think, a lot of teams in on a left-handed pitching rental, and we've seen rentals bring in decent prospects when they're pitching well. Uh, Merrill Kelly, as we mentioned, free agent in 2025 so for that extra year of control and what he's done probably expensive do they part with an alec bohm to get a merrill kelly is that one step forward one step back Uh, you know i think it would be worth considering given that you're going to get segura back given that stott's starting to swing it better uh but it's a high risk move what if stott really struggles what if segura gets re-injured now you're really struggling on the infield side of things so what would you what would you do there Here's my question.
0: What if the Diamondbacks love Alec Bohm? We don't know this, but let's just say they do. You know, could you get, uh, and I, again, it, it kind of just adds to your corner outfielders, but could you get Peralta with Merrill Kelly? And then you could maybe, even if you have to DH him at some point, like at least you get a little bit of offense back in that trade. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, they're just in a weird spot because, like you said, you trade Bohm and it, it would be good to get Kelly, but. Now your offense takes a little bit of a hit, and you're putting more on on a rookie shoulders and Stott, and and Segura is coming back from injury, and I don't know, they're they're just in such a weird spot, kind of stuck in the middle here. And you know, Logan O'Hop is
1: is a good is a good trade piece. I mean, this is a borderline, or I think by Baseball America top 100 guy. He's going to be right on the edge of our top 100 update. Catching prospect that you know JT Realmuto is is. Starting to come alive, he's looked a lot better as of late, and you know he's the guy that's going to be anchoring the catching position. So if they feel that Real Muto, you know, is is, is still going to be going strong for them for for several more years, he signed through 2025, then maybe they trade Ohop here, and and, and maybe that's the guy that can kind of headline uh, a bigger trade. I think they could put something together without Boom. The more I think about it, for Amaro Kelly, but here's the thing: is the D backs don't need a catcher, so it, it's it's a tough tough spot. Uh, but I think if they want to go out and get a decent starter, they could probably pull it off with a Logan O'Hop and uh, maybe a Johan Rojas and uh, a Griff McGarry. Uh, that yeah. could be enough to put together a package for a decent starter. But to kind of wrap up on on the Phillies, other than Merrill Kelly, uh, Jose Quintana, who could be an option as well, who else do you think that we we could really see them going after that isn't you know out of their
0: price range in terms of prospects? I think a name that actually just kind of makes a ton of sense. It's just a trade that my gut tells me could happen. Is if they got Daniel Bard, um, you know, it, it's not going to cost too much. Maybe instead of addressing your rotation, shorten said, the games. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Just, just get another reliever in there. He's been closing some games in Colorado, so that gives you a little bit of a, another option there. Because you know, it's not like they have this lockdown closer you trust. I think that makes some sense. Where again, he's what thirty-seven. I mean, he's kind of yeah, found money he's for been the great, Rockies, though. He's been great, He's been but dumb. but how much does it really cost to get him is the question, you know?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't that's a great question because you know the reliever market's always surprising sometimes what these guys bring in and sometimes what they don't. Um so I, I would love to see them go get they could maybe try and snag two relievers. They could try to yeah. get column A2 and just really shorten the ball game because, I mean, the Phillies bullpen has been a pleasant surprise this year. I don't know if I will ever trust the Phillies bullpen, but they have been a pleasant surprise this year. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's, that's the approach to take there is just shorten ball games and go reliever heavy. I don't hate that move because, again, I really think it's a thin market pitching-wise, and there's just not that many teams – that are going to be willing to part with starters and the ones that are, are, are going to be asking for a lot. And I think most teams will be able to outbid the Phillies pretty easily. So they're either either going to have to try to find that lower end target that they think they think they can maximize or you know try to go an unorthodox way and just try to stockpile some bullpen arms.
0: Yeah, I think the bullpen market is pretty, you know, robust. There's a lot of names. They like can get David Robertson, Michael Fulmer. There's names out there that they can target. Garger
1: deal with the Royals to get mm-hmm. like a Stalmont with, with Michael A. Taylor or Barlow with Michael A. Taylor. That could make sense as well.
0: And maybe that is the type of move they should make where they should try to get some offensive piece that fits with the bullpen arm. And then maybe you can maximize what little prospect capital you do have in a trade here. I like it and
1: and, on a guy that I would have mentioned if he didn't go down with an injury is Michael Pineda. He's been pretty bad, but you know, again, a flyer starter that you could mix in there. Uh, But now he's down on the IL uh, just kind of scouring bad teams and seeing if they just try to pick up a starter, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they do that. Um, But there's just not that many, most of the bad teams are bad for a reason. They don't really have starters, but (laughs) maybe they can go and try and pry away a Cole Irvin or, or, Somebody in that in that realm, but it, it's really tough. It's going to be very difficult for Dave Dombrowski, and I'm very excited to see how he tries to pull this thing off.
0: It's it's an interesting deadline for them. That they're, they're right on the edge of this race, but uh you know, if it's them or the Cardinals, I still kind of th- like not only what the Cardinals have, but what the Cardinals can do with the deadline if they decide to buy big here, because obviously they have way more capital to make moves here. Oh, absolutely. That is our outlook on the Phillies. Make sure you follow the written version at JustBaseball.com. Check out all of the videos we're doing at at the State of the Division YouTube channel and also the audio side at the State of the Division podcast.